0: Welcome to another great episode of your Dose of Death podcast with yours truly, Lauren Rosenberg. And as always, thank you for listening each and every single week. But of course, before we get into today's conversation with today's guest, I want to first give a big shout out to my sponsors as always, Grateful Deathmatch. The great guys at Grateful Deathmatch are always coming up with the next great thing in wrestling gear for all your psychedelic wrestling needs. If you hit up that checkout code DEATH when you're checking out, It gets you free shipping across these United States. And of course, as always, Billy Ballantyne and the guys at Crimson Mask always have something really dope coming up. They always know what's happening in the world of deathmatch wrestling. And of course, if you want to hit them up, go to officialcrimsonmask.bigcartel.com. Again, that is officialcrimsonmask.bigcartel.com. And of course, for today's episode, I'm joined by someone who in... The four years of his wealthy wrestling experience has seceded all expectations coming out of the East Coast. A guy who is hailed as Matt Tremont's first student at the H2O Academy, who has also grown into his promoting shoes, which is not something many guys in four years of wrestling can say. Of course, I am joined by the OG himself, Sean Henderson. Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome.
1: Thank you for having me. OG, that's pretty epic, man. I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) You really are an OG of the H2O school, which is crazy to think in near four years, as we just talked about off-camera, that you're going to be four years into your wrestling experience, and you already have a wealth of wrestling experience that most guys would be absolutely jealous of. Oh, well, big thank you for that. I definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. So I want to really... Peer into your mind, just like what what made you want to go into professional wrestling near four years ago.
1: Uh, I knew my whole life that eventually I wanted to be in pro wrestling. Uh, the exact moment I knew was when I was uh 15, 16 years old. So like summer twenty twelve, going to shows, you know, regularly, and I knew that at that moment, that's the like the exact time frame that I wanted to become a pro wrestler. Uh, I did not start training until november of 2015 when matt tremont messaged me he was starting up his own class uh this was before h2o was even a thing and uh the original building before h2o was otw so every thursday matt would uh hold class and originally there was nine students that were enrolled and i was the only one who didn't quit so that's why uh the original (laughs) class there's only one person and it's you know it's me
0: Wow, uh, that's really interesting. I mean, Tremont, I know Tremont, of course, really instills a lot of knowledge. And for you to be that real first student of the H2O Academy means a lot, especially for someone who, as I've talked to him before, he really never even imagined being a teacher of sorts. But now, of course, he's in retirement, teaching more and more kids each and every single week. The amount of wealth he has in the 15-plus year career of matt freemont of course with the h2o academy there's always it's 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 a land of opportunities as as i call it um what really what has been the best moments for you being in h2o oh my gosh there's so many
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's such a highlight like uh i mean definitely like it was so weird i was talking to one of my buddies who did a couple h2o shows ryan radix he uh mm-hmm. i was over at his house recently and we were talking about it about like our first match and like my first match was the one year anniversary show and i was in the main event versus Matt Tremont. and that was a week after my 19th birthday in the week wow. before the high school graduation so i uh <laughs> i wasn't even out of high school and i had my first match and my first main event against matt and like Half my senior class showed up, so like it's on IWTV. The crowd's like insane, and it's packed. And <laughs> it, it felt like a movie. Like it's such a weird. It's one of those things where you don't think about it at the time, but then when you reflect on it, you think of how insane it is. Like how much, like just how wild that really is. um And then uh, another memory. I, I guess I'll start from like the beginning, but like uh, I think it's uh, a good amount of people knows, but G Raver is very likely my absolute best friend, not just in wrestling, but just outside of it. And uh I got to main event the first opportunity knocks that ever happened with him in the summer of 2018. And that was during a, a pretty interesting time in my life. And that's another one that uh sentimentally will probably always be my favorite match. You know, just, just because it was with him and what we did, and just, you know, he he's the best. I I think that'll be a re- recurring theme if if uh questions are involving him of you know just how much he means to me. And then mm-hmm. I got to wrestle Chris Dickinson, who was one of my childhood heroes growing up, uh <laughs> on G favors Benefit show. That was awesome.
0: And uh wow. just
1: enjoying continuing to, you know, the experience that is, you know, pro wrestling. Especially preaching. Oh, awesome.
0: Well that's awesome. I, I didn't even know you wrestled Chris Dickinson. That's I didn't even know he was a childhood hero of yours. That's crazy to me to
1: think. Uh, I always went to local indie shows, so like CCW, on point wrestling, uh ECWA occasionally. Uh and I was such a big Dickinson fan. Like, uh, you know, like he, he was oh man, twenty when you're when you're so young and it's like you see 2013, 2014 Chris Dickinson, it really just
0: he was the man.
1: Yeah, he's still the man.
0: Uh that's crazy to think about and now he's still killing it as always.
1: Big ring and of honor.
0: Yeah, I know the Ring of Honor debut, the oh. the big faction. Yeah, um. so really, I think the other big thing with your career is that you've been given kind of the keys to promote your own like little East Coast super shows. The Sean Henderson Presents series has been a big hit, of course, on Smart Mark video, but now being live on IWTV with the inclusion of WrestleCup and with the inclusion as of this recording of Tara Callaway's benefit show. What really wanted you to get into kind of the promoting side of things with wrestling so early in your career? Uh
1: when I was growing up, there was two things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a pro wrestler and booking, and it was always something that i uh I always loved the the thought of this guy versus this guy or stories, and you know when I was fourteen, like you know when I had off time and stuff like that, I, I wish I still had them, but I had notebooks of these dream cards that I would book and it was always something I wanted to do, always something I wanted to do, especially within you know, the last three or four years of indie wrestling of, of these awesome, you know, creative matchmaking. And, you know, fortunately, uh, it's so weird. You know, it started in 2020 when everything was normal and then I was going to start full time promoting and the pandemic had just hit. So but within 2020, like I was able to promote and like put on matches. I don't think anyone would have ever guessed, you know, Tim Don's versus low life, Louie, two cold Scorpio versus G Raver, like all these insane matchups. And, you know, I've been super lucky and have had such a blast doing it. Such, such a fun experience.
0: If if I want to put you in the promoter's shoes, of course, um, there's, there's always matches out there that um, entice you and entice many fans. What would you say as a match you want to see on Sean Henderson, Sean Henderson presents that has not been done before?
1: Oh, that's awesome. Cause I was just thinking about this earlier. Cause I was (laughs) together. I have the whole birthday card uh book for Sunday, May 30th, which will also be on IWTV. Yeah, perfect. Oh, Oh, that's what it was. Um originally this year I was gonna try and pull off Demores first two cold Scorpio. Oh that that would have been awesome. Unfortunately, Demoris retired, but at one point before season one ended. I was gonna do Demoris versus Two Cold Scorpio.
0: That that's a really great matchup. Of course, Nat Demoris, one of the OG yarders turned yeah. indie superstars, whatever you want to say about his career. And unfortunately, he has retired. But um, how has it been working with Two Cold Scorpio? That's kind of become a new like resurrecting trend of booking <laughs> Two Cold Scorpio in these crazy dream matches.
1: Yeah. So legitimately like when i was growing up just like dickinson when i was you know like 15 14 two gold scorpio was legit one of my absolute favorite wrestlers growing up watching as a kid and two gold scorpio is not just like all right scorpio was an ecw he's in wcw he's in wf i'm gonna book him because you know Mm -hmm. he did stuff like i booked two gold scorpio genuinely because of the fact that i was such a big fan of him growing up as a kid and you know, a lot of people say, don't meet don't meet your heroes in real life because you never know how they're going to be. Two Gold Scorpio has been the exact opposite. Two Gold Scorpio has been such a kind, awesome, professional person. And I love Two Gold Scorpio. He's, you know, people throw around dream matches all the time. Scorpio is legit in my top three, five dream matches I ever wanted. But it makes me so happy, you know, seeing him versus these people that no one ever expected. You know, Scorpio versus Lucky, Scorpio versus Raver. Uh, I'm beyond excited for what his birthday match, uh, his his match from the birthday show that I have coming up. Oh but, wow. yeah, I'm pumped. I've been so happy. I've been so happy seeing him just everywhere now. Like it was so cool. Like especially like he's gonna wrestle Rich Swan for for the Culture Mania. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'm definitely gonna be watching that. So I'm beyond happy for Scorpio.
0: Yeah, it it really seems like a a very inspiring career resurgence for the one they call Too Cold Scorpio. And it's crazy. The, I was watching both the Lucky 13 and G-Raver matches, and they were both fantastic. It's like, how is he even doing the stuff he's doing at his age? 56. With God- he's 56. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You even made it sound better than it did. Um, oh. So, of course, um, I want to get into your own wrestling matches. Of course, recently you've been kind of entangled with 4 4 own Silver Teeth saying Atticus Coger, Coger, as I want to put it out there to my listeners. Um, the, those, the, your match with him at, um, the last H2O show of this recording was a very interesting one where you, you were very ready to delve into the hardcore variants that is of Atticus Coger's repertoire. Um, have you delved into hardcore slash deathmatch before?
1: Yes, I have. Uh, one of my uh one of my first death matches I did was last year. Me, Low Life Louie, and Matt Tremont did a uh, Ah yes,
0: the Day Hadley yeah, yeah. reporting was the
1: the underground taping. And then I did a four-way home run derby match with Chondo, Mark Angel, and Chuck Payne on the fallen subterranean. That those are the only two like death death matches I've done, but uh-huh. um Yeah, no, Atticus was uh was a fun experience uh i know for sure we'll be seeing each other again very soon so
0: i think it's really funny looking at atticus a guy who has been doing this for roughly like around the same time you have like you both are kind of on that trajectory and what's crazy is when he when you first took the skiers to the head and i was like i was feeling horrible for you mind you yeah. i was like oh no sean and yeah. then you call him out and atticus tweets i think was so spot on it was too funny not to look at when he was like i thought he was just some like ring boy
1: yeah that made me laugh too i i didn't even go to front that was pretty funny actually <laughs>
0: um so in in the terms of death matches who were the guys you looked up to if you're you I know you are going to probably delve into a few more death matches here and there. Who were the guys that you looked up to in that realm of wrestling?
1: Well, well, when I was growing up, I was super lucky to be watching live the, the death match wrestlers that were going and thriving at that point. So Danny Havoc, of course, he was the first, which is pretty ironic. He was actually the first death match guy that... uh I watched when I started getting into indie wrestling so No oh, wow that was awesome Matt Tremont uh of course I know that sounds funny cuz you know he trained <laughs> me but Danny Havoc, uh Matt Tremont definitely Masada I was such a huge Masada fan he's he's definitely uh he's definitely on the dream match list he he's one of the absolute pound for pound best hybrid wrestlers of all time so those were those were the top 3 when I was like growing up that I was a really really big fan of
0: Okay. Um, yeah, Masada is a guy who definitely surprises many people. Yes, people know him as a deathmatch wrestler, but I've seen him wrestle some incredible hybrid matches with the likes of Thumbtack Jack and many legends before um, when I was our growing- time. I was, I was going to
1: CZW when he was world champ, and him versus Davey Richards from Night of Infamy 2012
0: is like one of my favorite matches I ever saw live. Wow, that is a real clash of hybrid styles, of course. Yeah, that's a real match. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's crazy me and you as wrestling fans, we're talking and we're just like, these matches happen. And of course, now you're in the promoter's shoes. You are wrestling. You're, I mean, you're about to hit the four-year mark. And um, crazy enough... Um, Well, what I would like to ask is like, what does your future hold? Like, what what are you looking for heading into the rest of twenty twenty one? What what do you want to accomplish? I
1: want to, so, wrestling wise, I want to have the. I really do believe that recently too, I've been having the best matches that I've ever had. You know, Steve Sanders and Xavier Cross, uh, Atticus. I I know a lot of people were very happy after watching that. Like, I want to continue having the the absolute best matches that i i possibly can uh there's so many people that i really really would like to get in there with too that i think i could really kill it with that's really what i i just want to because i was talking to a couple months ago a couple like students at the end of training we were talking about like you know what wrestling means to us and i kind of want to be in the position that i looked at when i was watching danny havoc and masada when i was a kid of like people watching you and they see your matches and they get inspired and they want to do this and they want to pursue the things that you do and that's kind of what i want to do you know i want people to see me versus steve sanders and inspire people to to do this and that's that's what i want i want to keep doing you know that that thought of process of of wrestling
0: very great words from you sean of course You're you're welcome. Um. Uh, again, I'm I'm glad I was able to make the time of day to have you on. Of course, peeking into the mind of a four-year vet as yourself, crazy to think <laughs> you're a vet after four years. That's what I was about to say. That's awesome. <laughs> um. So, I, I want you to kind of give me your best Danny Havoc story. I I asked Matt Treem on his, and his is a fun one. But of course, I want to hear from you. I know you were really inspired by Danny Havoc, and of course, yeah his passing was a very unfortunate time in myself and the rest of the wrestling community. And I I want you to share like your best experiences you had with him. Oh man, this is automatically
1: my favorite (laughs) question of the interview (laughs) because I have so many, uh, I put this on my Facebook, unfortunately a little bit after he passed. Uh, I have a lot, but this one always means a lot to me was, uh, this was this was right before his final tour of japan in 2020 mm-hmm. and uh so me and grant actually lived like streets apart like a street apart from each other and so in our local area there was a heritage uh convenience store and grant went in to to get something and i had posted an instagram picture of me and him together when he was my manager for an h2o show mm-hmm. and the the cashier, the young lady behind the cat the register was like, Hey, uh, are you a wrestler? And and Grant had always been asked that uh, you know, multiple times, you know, probably expecting like questions about wrestling and this, that, and the other. And the lady was like, uh, Oh yeah, I saw you in that Sean Henderson picture. Uh do, you know, do you do you know him? Like getting like questions about- <laughs> And uh Grant called me and he was like, Yeah, yeah, tell me the story, and he's like I would like to thank you for making me Sean Henderson famous now, which is so so funny because if anyone knows he's the greatest, he's I think he he's definitely top 2 greatest deathmatch wrestlers of all time. So for him to you know say that really meant a lot to me, especially growing up when he he was someone who meant so much to me and then he became even more to me personally as a as a person. So that that's always a story that I really I I hold very
0: near and dear. No, that's a crazy one is making you Sean Henderson famous yeah, things I, that you never no hear fun. in your life. <laughs> um, so I really um, am interested to in understand like um, what you're, what, what if someone's watching you for the first time, like they've never watched a Sean Henderson match. What, what's something you want the first time you were to get out of watching you wrestle?
1: I know this is something that sounds a little silly, but uh, to see that I genuinely care about what I'm doing and how it affects others, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like that. It does make,
0: that does make sense. You want to put an effect into the crowd. You want to show people that you're not just going through the motions. You're not just doing this and doing that. Like You want people to care about what you do. They You want personal investment. I definitely get that. 100%.
1: 100%. I want people to feel the way I did 10 years ago when I was, you know, Buying DVDs off Smart Mark video and going to shows and stuff like that. That's what I want.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, looking through the pantheon of the H2O Wrestling Academy, of course, it's been on near four years now, I would say, four or five years now. Yeah. Um, it, it's crazy to think the amount of kids that walk through the doors of the H2O Academy. Um, who, in your eyes, through your three, Four years now. Do you see as someone who has all the potential in the world? Yeah, that's a hard.
1: <laughs> you know, it's. So I know this sounds like such a, such a company towing line, but I mean, there's so many to pick from. Like, it, because that's that's what such a, a, a good sign of the h2o Academy itself is like all the people you can pick from, and that's the best part. Is like there's no wrong answers. You know, <laughs> Dylan McKay, Austin Luke, Marcus Mathers, like uh reed walker like all these insanely talented kids like and there's so more like there's so many more nicholas grand you know chris bradley christian ross like there's just so many good ones like there's a lot like i was talking to uh someone recently about this i definitely think the kids dylan austin and marcus could 100 percent get
0: signed that that's a that's a bold statement because i actually 100 agree because i've i um For those of you that don't know, I did meet Dylan McKay back in Indianapolis last year at the GCW show he was booked on on The Scramble. Oh, his debut. Yes, his debut. And I I had not even heard of him, but I know I saw your tweet about him. I saw several people from the H2O were like, way to go, Dylan. And And then when I saw him, I was front row for that show, mind you. And he blew me away. Oh, he's the best, dude. Like yeah. he, oh, man. So that, him. that sideways 450 he did was one of the most incredible moves I've ever seen. And I hadn't realized he hadn't been doing this for long. And to, for someone to even, like, get that trajectory and to do what he's doing at such a young age, mind you, was absolutely mind-blowing to me. So Dylan McKay is one of my favorites. All three of those kids, Marcus, Austin Dylan, that's like your big three to me. I mean, they're the kids for a reason, man. Um, so to continue going with what we're talking about here, of course. Okay, so um, I want to continue this conversation. Of course, by the time this will be aired, um, the Tara Callaway benefits show that you're putting on will have passed, and it'll be in the hands of those with IWTV. Um, what has Tara Calway meant to you? as a wrestler an influence on your career
1: uh, i've said this on multiple occasions and every time i say it i fully believe it i think tara calloway is a real-life superhero you know she saved so many lives and touched so many lives and helped people cope with depression and you know help their journey into wrestling you know and i think T- uh, tara calloway is genuinely one of the best people in wrestling and it just, uh, it makes me so happy to see how many people who are also touched by her. There's so many people that will be on, you know, I know this will be past tense, but tomorrow's show that were touched by her and their lives touched by her and beyond happy to to come together for her because she, I I said this to a couple of people that were on the benefit show. If any of them, hopefully not ever got hurt, I know she would be the first person to be on their benefit show. So... I'm beyond happy to give back to her because she's given so much to so many and, and especially in wrestling. She's she's made it such a better place with her being in it.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with the sentiment that she really has made wrestling a better place. And I know, um, of course, many people are very excited for the Benefit show. Um, when, bo- when booking this show, you really did not mince the intergender bonanzas, of course. You have two... In my opinion, two big marquee intergender matches. I believe Willow Nightingale is going to be on this show, which I'm very excited Scott. for, versus Connor Claxton. Yeah, that's going to be a really fun one. I know Connor always brings it every single time, so that's going to be a very interesting clash of styles. And of course, the other one, Faye Jackson versus I believe Dan Champion uh Dan Barry. Oh Dan Barry. Okay, I want to give a correction <laughs> to Dan. a uh,
1: uh, Nuts match.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy match. Um and of course, I mean there there's so many other matches on this card that I would highly recommend to everyone checking out when it goes live as well as when it hits iwtv sh- video on demand. Um and then of course, the other really big one that you have going is Russell Cup. Russell Cup is a really big show for you. This is going to be live on TV. You put together some of the most incredible, some first time ever, some second time ever, some real crazy matches I would have never imagined in 2021 happening. Of course, being a headline in non-tournament competition by none other than G-Raver facing off with no flinch, Nolan Edward in a first time ever match. How did that all come together?
1: Uh, So (laughs) I am beyond excited for that one. Uh, I purposely try to go out every time uh, I book Raver and give him the absolute craziest best match possible. And Nolan was somebody that I actually considered having in the tournament. And I was like, who's a crazy non-tournament match for Raver? And to my surprise, Nolan versus Raver had never happened before. So I, I automatically knew I'm like, that's the match to make. That's the match to make. And, I'm so excited to see it next Saturday, you know, April 3rd. I know this is Pat's Penn, so if you're listening to this and you want to watch Wrestle Cup live or you want to watch it on IWTV, it will be April 3rd in Williamstown, New Jersey.
0: Absolutely. And it will be live on IWTV. And it'll most likely be on de- video on demand as well, because the IWTV guys, they they're the real MVPs of making sure all great independent wrestling goes out to the masses. And then I, I wanna go with you through a couple of the first round matches that you booked. Um, of course you had um two debuts of two of the young upstarts from two different coasts of the country. The Space Yeezes herself, Billy Starks, will be taking on Starboy Charlie as well, I believe Jimmy Lloyd is the third, McKay, who was the first Wrestle Cup winner. Oh, Dylan McKay. Oh wow, that's that is those are three young, young wrestlers who are all making their mark in the independent wrestling community, in their own ways, shape and form, and are coming together for, of course, a fantastic tournament. I, I want you to give me also the other first round. I, I saw them, but I want to make sure I had them correct in my head, so you can. Yeah, so see. the other three
1: opening round matches are Jimmy Lloyd versus Marcus Mathers versus Christian Robinson. Wow. Austin Luke versus Ryan Redfield versus Reed Walker versus Christian Ross.
0: Oh, so a failed four way?
1: Yep, absolutely. That's the only four way, the opening round. Okay. And then the final opening round match is Matt Mikowski versus Kennedy Copeland versus Nicholas Grand.
0: That, that last one definitely has my interest, considering Matt Mikowski, oh. to me, one of the true unsung heroes of independent wrestling, a, a former Bellator, a, a former MMA, mixed martial artist. Who has seemingly transitioned into professional wrestling very well against Kennedy Cup, the second um, Hardcore Kingdom participant, of course, and Nicholas Grant, of course, one of the young uprising students of the H.O. Academy. That 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 one definitely has my attention as well.
1: Yeah, beyond excited. The tournament lineup, I'm super happy with. You know, I try every year to uh, stack up Wrestle Cup participant-wise as much as I can with different opponents, different stylistic matches, and I'm super happy with how WrestleCup 2 looks right now.
0: It really does. Again, um, your, your shows have really become kind of like the little like sleepers of the year on IWTV. When I, I was one of the first people who was so incredibly happy and they were going live on IWTV because I kept seeing the cards and I kept seeing the announcements, and I'm sitting here like, how are these shows not live on IWTV? And yeah, IWTV I made the call, and I'm like, "Thank you." It feels like my prayers were answered in a way. I was so happy because uh, originally, like the you know the first two shows I did were public,
1: and then when I came back in August of 2020, promoting you know it's Step by Step, then Wrestle Cup, Once Upon a Time, and This Is Now. So those were four shows that were actually private shows. You know, I, invo- I invited like 30, 40 fans to come out, and somehow the buzz got so so known including weekend at sean's that i was reached out by smart mark video slash iwtv to stream it so and matt tremont really
0: helped a lot putting that together too so as always matt tremont a man of many um skills of course helping you to bring the <laughs> very um your dream and your vision to the masses of iwtv i think the the biggest thing for me is like the perception of those shows. Like those are shows where most of the guys you bring in, some are known, some are not as well known, and I mean, some like, the, you're someone who is never afraid of taking risks in wrestling, which is a good thing. And seeing the perception of those shows when you see people live tweeting has been nothing short of incredible. So, um, right. what do you have, what do you have to say to fans who are tuning into your shows, or of course watching your matches and are giving you high praise? On the h2o shows what do you have to say to the fans
1: genuinely genuinely biggest thank you ever because like no no one has to be nice to anybody and especially if you're supporting me doing something that i love so much especially you know watching shows and and just just viewing i I know it's i know it sounds cliche but it 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 genuinely means the world to, to see the kind things i see you know whether you're watching one of my shows or you're just watching me wrestle it i it
0: really means the world so thank you Absolutely. So a big thank you from Sean Henderson to all those who are listening, as well as those who are um, constantly praising you for the shows, as well as your own wrestling. It's it's really a testament to you in four years. You have been in the ring with some of the best to do it and are still continuing to grow. And of course, from one fan to another, it's, it's always nice to see young uprising talent get the good chances they deserve and you're you're one of those people who deserves the world honestly oh, I,
1: you. That, that really means thank you that means the you, world
0: thank you absolutely and I mean I, I always try to say be as complimentary as I can to everyone that I bring on the show but of course with you I mean you've been around the Danny Havocs you've been around the boss man Matt <laughs> You you've had dream matches with Raver who is your best friend in yeah. wrestling who are some guys though I want to ask this. Who are some guys that you see yourself wanting to wrestle these dream matches with going into the future?
1: Uh, It's funny. I was actually talking to Dylan McKay about this recently. Uh, There's a couple that off right off the top of my head, I would really like to wrestle. Uh, Lucky 13 is one. Alex Cologne, Boomer Hatfield, Colby Carino. And there was oh man, there's someone out there. I I just love wrestling in general, but off the top of my head, there's a lot more <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh those are definitely off the top of my head people I would really, really like to get in a ring with.
0: That is a pretty eclectic list you just brought up. You have some of the best in the hardcore deathmatch industry, you have some of the best in super indies, beamer Hatfield, of course, a former Chikara standout, as well as Colby Carino, of course, the well known son of the hardcore legend, Steve Carino. You are someone who is a man who is not afraid of any risk, as I've previously said before. And, of, of course, Sean, I kind of want to wrap this up with you. I, I really want you to take the time here to just promote your platform. What do you want to tell people when, if they're watching a Sean Henderson Presents Cup, or if they're watching the Tara Calloway benefit or even just watching you wrestle at H2O? I'm giving you the platform right now to speak to my listeners, fans whoever's listening the floor is yours my friend thank you uh
1: if you do it it, as i said earlier it might sound cliche but it generally means the world you know uh kindness and support you know no one you know there's no law saying that you you have to be so when you are it really means a lot to me so thank you for watching me and the kind things you put on twitter or even if even if you think i suck or that (laughs) i i should be doing this i you know you're supporting wrestling by doing it in theory, you know, you're watching the shows and helping out people get, get that IWTV money. So (laughs) (laughs) she did either way. So thank you.
0: Well, of course, Sean, again, um, I want to thank you for coming on your dose of death. You have been nothing short of a fantastic guest as always, Sean. I consider you a friend, a a wrestler and all things great in the world, professional wrestling. We need more people like you as a positive light. And, you're topic. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, of course, Sean, I want you to tell my listeners um, where they can find you, how they can interact with you. So you can go ahead and um, plug your social medias here.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Um, I still have not changed my Twitter handle. I, I gotta do it. <laughs> but as of this airing, my Twitter handle is uh save us Sean. It might get changed in the future, but that's what it currently is. And uh you can get follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Henderson underscore W and Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it.
0: Absolutely as well. Of course, support Sean and the great people at H2O as well. Of course, as of this recording, we are recording before the Tara Callaway benefit, but it will be after the Tara Callaway benefit as well as um, Russell Cup, two fantastic Sean Henderson present shows. Of course, as always um, support great independent wrestling and this isn't just a death match podcast. I want to give out the best to independent wrestling and the H2O and those guys, as well as yourself, Sean are really bringing the best of independent wrestling. So keep up the great work. Biggest. Thank you. I I genuinely appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. And of course, guys, thank you for listening to another great episode of your dose of death. Lauren Rosenberg is signing off right now.